Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. I hope you're having a great week, and thank you for tuning in to the replay of Sunday Night's Live call-in show. It was you, me, and Scotty G. That's right, Scott is back, and we took your calls for the hour, and we got some great calls. Listener Charlie called in from Florida. She's originally from Illinois to share a very magical story about a trip with her mother down to Walt Disney World where the Disney magic was strong. And this is the reason I think we all go to the parks. This is what we hope for. And it's a really touching story. So I'm so glad Charlie called in to share the magic of this trip. We also speak to Brandon up in New Hampshire, who shares some magical moments as well from his trip. And we talk about an article that was going around social media about, uh, you know, 68% of folks saying Disney has lost the magic for them. So we debate what that means being a Disney fan. And then Neil calls in and gives a great quick trip report from his D23 trip. And then we go down the West Coast uh, run Disney rabbit hole about what that could mean for future races. This and much more coming your way on today's show. Don't forget our show is always brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all of your Disney trips. Anytime you're headed to a Disney destination, we're standing by to help make that trip magical. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click, just clicking through, really does help us out. It supports everything we do. Please click through, beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You make all these shows possible. Your support allows us to put this show out three to four times every week all around the world. And our patrons get that bonus show every week called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to get in on that, we'd love to have you. Come on over, patreon.com slash be our guest podcast ready to take a trip to the world you found the be our guest walt disney world trip planning podcast this is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage well, hey, hey hey everybody welcome to the bogp open line for sunday night september 18th 2022 Hope you're having a great weekend. This is Mike Rallman, host of the Be Our Guest podcast and one of the great agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. And he is back from his boot scooting days down in Music City, down in Nashville, Tennessee, where he hit every bar on Broadway. No, I don't know what the name of the street was, but he looked like he was having a good time. Even though he was there for a work trip, I need to have a job like that. It's your friend and mine. Hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. Happy to be back. Definitely took some PTO last Sunday. I checked in a little bit when I was at Layla's, and you're right. It is Broadway. Okay, Broadway. Um, this show aired last Sunday. I was at this bar called Layla's listening to some country music, which is not my favorite, but my bosses knew every single song, and they were singing to it. They were hooting and hollering, and honestly, like just watching them was enough entertainment for me. So I had a good time. Sorry to miss the show last week, but bat, happy to be here today. You know, we gotta, you got you to gotta make the bread. You got to pay the bills sometimes. Exactly. Exactly. And then I made, then I made the trip to Chicago. My poor my poor wife and daughter just spent the whole week without me. They had band practice and all this stuff going on, but they they survived though. So they had a good week without me. Sometimes they, you know, sometimes I feel bad. Like, that's, that's what I'm real, saying. Right? That's what I was just about to say. Like when I go down to run Disney like weekends, I'm like, I kind of feel bad because I'm leaving home. They're probably like, I get home, I'm like, man, we had a blast. Like it's okay. When yeah. you, when yeah, you they went to I think you've heard of Frankenmuth, yeah, right? Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah. yeah. They went and had like the the chicken dinner. They did like more school clothes shopping. Oh, oh yeah, they had fun. Trust very me. very nice. Uh, well, I was going to ask you real quick though. You had on the world's greatest, most epic cowboy hat while you were down there. It was a little shot of America, red, white, and blue cowboy hat. Did that thing come home? Because it'd been perfect for the podcast cruise in July. 
that did not come home. Um, who knows? I may make another visit there before the next podcast crew, so you never know. I did come home with a Tennessee shirt, though, a Nashville shirt, because I kept saying on Broadway to my boss, like, this is kind of crazy. You know, you do all this bar hopping, you go like from bar to bar to bar to bar, there's bands playing, but you never pay a cover charge. I kept saying that all night. I was just, I don't know, after a few drinks, I was just like really fascinated with the fact that we didn't have to pay a cover charge. And as we're wrapping up the night, we went to this like Nashville store and there was a shirt that said Nashville, no cover. So I had, I had to get that. Perfect. You know what, you you know, that reminds me of, it reminds me of Pleasure Island back in the day over at uh, Disney Springs. Well, not Disney Springs back in the day. It was downtown. Did you ever get, I think we've talked about this, but you never made it to Pleasure Island. Is that right? Nope. My, our first trip was 2011 and either we didn't go or it was already gone by then. So never made the. Never got to experience that, and every everything I hear from podcasts and blogs and reading all this stuff, like it sounded like it was a blast, and I would have loved it. But oh well. I am so not a bar person, but Pleasure Island was great though because you could go over there and not be a bar person and go into eight tracks, and they played eighties music. They had a comedy club, which was like a you know it was a Disney clean comedy club, and you had Adventurers Club, and then you would go out in the streets at night. And it was like uh, New Year's Eve every night, and they would do the countdown and shoot off the fireworks. Uh, I wish they still had that. I mean, uh, Disney Springs is pretty cool right now, but I mean, I, I would I, I, I imagine mean, if Epcot did their like old New Year's Eve like every single night at Epcot. <laughs> Could yeah. you just imagine? You oh, and George mentions too. You did have to pay a cover. I do. Yeah, you did. But a lot of times that was in your uh, Ultimate Park Hopper ticket, which God, the Ultimate Park Hopper ticket it's almost like a fever dream at this point that you got, you paid for your vacation. You said, you know, we want to go down to Walt Disney world for a week. And now remember this, I don't know. Cause you probably caught this at the very tail end of when you started going a lot of times, if you travel during certain times of the year, there were deals back then that was buy four, get three free. So basically you were getting three free days on your tickets and your hotel. Sometimes maybe it's just your tickets. I can't remember. I can't imagine it was your hotel too, yeah. but cause I was just like a fan. I, I don't think travel. it was, I think it was just with your park T- tickets probably. when I started going at least. Yeah. But and you gotta remember too, like your between, between your fourth and your seventh day of tickets is not that big of an expense, right. but mentally it makes you feel like you're getting a huge value. You're going from four to seven days. But what I liked about the ultimate park hopper ticket was, I felt really free to explore the entire resort. Like we always went to a water park two, three times a trip. We went to Disney quest just because we never had to think about, okay, how many options am I using up? Or do I have to add on this option or that option? You know, I, did you ever use those kind of tickets? Those, uh, park, uh, ultimate, um, park hoppers. Yeah. So I think, the, um, I think like the Fantasia gardens or like the mini golf is included in that. So we would use that sometimes. I, this is another thing like I'm bummed out that I missed on speaking of like downtown Disney. I never went to Disney quest. Uh, really? That was the thing that I never, I know. And oh, I feel like that, cool. I would have I loved that because like the way I hear it is just like a big arcade, right. With like some other like virtual, like there was like a virtual like space mountain or jungle cruise or something. Yeah. It was cyberspace mountain. I never did that because that thing looked bad to the bone. That thing looked like it was good. <laughs> that was like star tours, but like on steroids, I was like, I knew better. Cause you, you, and then, God, this was so long ago, you know, computers were not that advanced at that point, you know, like you would go on like a terminal and you would basically just kind of drop like little chunks of track into a, like a linear sequence. And then it would process that. And you would give like a USB stick or something to the cast member. They'd plug it into the machine. You would get into the cockpit and that thing would just, whew, 
and, you know, and some kids would like just make it just loop, 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 loop. I'm like, right, right. <laughs> no, because my ride would have been like, okay, let's just go like 35 miles an hour and, you know, bank turn here and there. You know, that's it. That sounds like some of all thrills a little bit. Remember they yeah, used to have that? Yeah, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Never, but, I never did that either. So, Len Tesla always said that that was like the greatest attraction. Like, I think I remember him, Len, saying that. Like, somewhere all thrills was awesome. Yeah, I never did. So, it was on that Kuka arm thing over at yeah. Interventions. Um, yeah, but so with Disney Quest, and we could talk about this. You guys have memories of Disney Quest. It's a good topic uh, for tonight. Um, that they did have. So, the thing I really liked the most about it, they had bumper cars. Uh, I think it was on the top floor. And you uh, you shot like uh, it was like kind of like a dodgeball game. So you had these bumper cars. You went around and it, you would drive over these little rubber like dodgeballs and then you would shoot them at the other cars. And if you hit the target on the other car, it would cause the car to spin like uncontrollably for a, an amount of That's time. That's incredible. That was a ton of fun. It, it was like Buzz. It was related to Buzz Lightyear, some kind of Buzz Lightyear name. And then they had a, I think they had like a cheesecake factory in there too. Cause I had dinner. Dude, I remember like, we, awesome. I was like, could we go have dinner at the cheesecake factory in Disney quest? I was like, dude, and it wasn't that great, but it was kind of fun. So I know this is always the topic. Like what is that thing that you can get that non Disney person to come to Walt Disney world? Right. So like some people are like, Hey, like my husband doesn't like Disney or my wife doesn't like Disney, but they like golf so they can play golf or whatever. I always try to think of that for my brother because like, I think he would love to see, Walt Disney World, like his niece having fun, like Emily having all this fun, like Emily could show him around. And I always think like, what's that thing that he would really like? Disney Quest would have been it for my brother. I feel like I could have sold him on that bumper car game you were just talking about and all the all the fun stuff at Disney Quest. I just needed to come back, Mike, so I can convince my brother to come down. It was, it was really cool. And the thing is, so during that period of time, see, I think it would do even better right now. Again, but... It, I don't know. This is my perspective. Like since I found Twitter and social media and stuff, I follow a lot of retro arcading kind of sites and, and like uh, Twitter accounts and so forth. So I'm always looking at, you know, uh, pictures of like Aladdin's castles from the eighties and malls that people found, you know, scan pictures in and, you know, people that collect old Atari 2600 games and so forth, arcade machines that they're restoring. And, but I think that, that era is kind of coming back around and there were and that's one of the things I enjoyed about Disney quest was that they had some of the latest and greatest things like that cyberspace mountain. They had the bumper car game, but they also had like donkey Kong and Frogger and Pac-Man and Ms. Pac-Man, you know, they had all that. They had like a floor of all retro original video games. And I think right now that'd be even more popular than it ever was. Right. And it's a waste right now. That's kind of a, that space is just dying right now. I mean, they, they just, ugh, you know, they, for a while, because it's that space next to city works at this point, and they were using it for, um, I think meta actually owns it. Facebook at this point, they were doing a test there with some star Wars stuff. Last time I was down there. Do you see that? I did not see that. Yeah. Cause this the space a, where the NBA experience was, yep, what yep, was right. Okay. Yep. Yep. And it, yeah. Cause so it was kind of funny because, uh, I was down there, Man, what was I down? Oh, it was for that media thing in May for uh, for Cosmic Rewind, and I was meeting Pam and C. Forrester for dinner at uh, Cosmic uh, Cosmic at uh, City Works, and right next door, they asked us like, "Are you here to check in?" We're like, "Yeah," because we had a reservation for City Works, and they started walking us into the building that was that was uh, <laughs> you know used to be the NBA experience, and it had a big sign that said Meta, you know, owned by Facebook and Star Wars Virtual Reality Experience. We're like. <laughs> 
I'm like, Pam, are we doing like, something cool? She's like, no, we're going to dinner. I'm like, I think we're going to the wrong place. We're like, we're going to oh, have no, no. food and space. We, yeah, we're like, we're like, no, we have reservations for CityWorks. Oh, no, that's you got to talk to that lady. She, you know, we're like, okay, my bad. I, I like, would have kept going. I, I would have kept going. We should have been. I was starving because <laughs> I just like flown in and landed and caught an Uber yeah. over. I'm like, dude, I need to eat. I need to eat so bad. But yeah, we, we were going in. I think that's gone now, though. But they were doing some kind of like test. Um, and shoot, I know the whole thing during dinner, I thought the same thing. I was like, we should have just gone in like that. would have been, <laughs> been something. Have. But yeah, Disney quest was something. So if you want to call in and talk about Disney quest or anything that's going on, let's hit some news real quick. Um, how about this one? Kite tails, Scotty G. It is not long for this world. Skite tails is ending this month. It makes me very sad. That was an entertaining show, Mike. Like, you would go grab an ice cream from across the street or your, your Coke Zero or a beverage of your choice. You go in there, you watch jet skis, flying kites around with cool music, the crash landings. Like, like I loved it. I really did. It was like a nice little chill break in the day to just just have some fun and watch the kites. It bums me out that that's going away. I do. I, I do. I, I wish that. See, this, this is one of those things I will be, have said I never got to see this. I never got to experience it. And it's one of those things I think good, bad, or indifferent is a Disney fan. You want to have that experience just so you can say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when the conversation comes up on a podcast yeah. in 15 years. Yeah, I was there when Simba right. crashed, you know, two seats I over know. for me. And I, I made a cool, I do have a TikTok of it. I, mean, I made like two or three TikToks in my entire life. And that is one of them is the the crash landing. But you've, you've had that experience in that same theater, though. You got to see like. The Jungle Book show that was like oh, well, like that was like worst. two months. I know that was we the saw worst that show. Actually, yeah, that was the worst show I've ever seen. The, I I am not. I mean, I'm not too bad on shows, but that was the worst. That was the Jungle Book. Like, that was bad before the before Rivers of Light. And Rivers of Light was okay, but the Jungle Book was horrible. And the bad, the worst part was when they made those poor ushers dance. Like <laughs> that'd be like making me dance if I want to dance, cool. But don't make me dance when I have no moves. And everybody, those ushers had to dance. I felt awkward. But I tell you, people at Kite Tales just like you'd always see a smile on a face. Like people just love seeing those crash landings, and it's a bummer to see it go away. <laughs> yeah, it kind of crashed. And also, um, <laughs> over at uh, Crystal Palace, we're getting the Winnie and the Pooh uh, characters coming back in October. So, Crystal Palace is going to be kind of back to normal uh, yeah. here shortly. And I, I love that. I love that. I think I've told this old Scotty G secret. You get that last breakfast, yep. ADR time, like the, I don't know, like the ten forty, you know, ten thirty time. You you fill up on breakfast. You get an omelet. You know, you get your eggs, bacon, and all that. Take your time a little bit. And then they flip it over to lunch. And then I just turned it into brunch. Um, that is my favorite meal at the Magic Kingdom is that what I call the Scotty G brunch at Crystal Palace. So happy to see the characters come back. Yeah, it's one of Ricky's tricks, too. She likes to kind of kind of linger there and get. Yeah. Uh, well, what lunch. I like, though, is because they have the self-service um, soft serve machine. So some people like to put like whipped cream and like strawberries on their waffles, on their Mickey waffles. I grab a Mickey waffle and I put vanilla ice cream on it with sprinkles that. Dang, that is so an item good. right there that is so good and I, I crystal palace is like the only place maybe hollywood and vine you might be able to do it too but those two places are so good to do that it's almost like maybe where the idea for that that uh the dessert over at epcot in uh connections cafe or uh came about the, the yeah. strawberry waffle kind of thing oh, that thing is so good i've been craving one of those for the last week i saw a picture on social media yeah. and i'm like i need one of those again disney management might have been watching my twitter handle when i posted the last couple of those and said oh that's a great idea i'm sure they did and 
to let's see here. Oh, the last thing, because again, this was kind of announced during D23, but it involved you and I. We kept having this debate with when Tron was going to open. <laughs> and they did give an approximate opening date for Tron during D23, which I figured if they're going to make an announcement on the date it opens during D23, when everybody's getting juiced up, you know, the Disney fans are there, we're all excited, everybody's tweeting. It's like a fervor for the news and the information. I thought if we're going to make an announcement, man, they're going to make an announcement like in the positive side, like it's yes. going to be sooner. Dude, spring. I'm like, dude, if you're going to announce it, if you're going to open it in the spring, don't say anything at this point. Just let us ride. That kills me a little, Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, I wasn't here last week to give my initial reaction on the news, but that was one of the one of the disappointments I had. The disappointments that I had was the. Uh, the Tron release date. Come on. It's running. We've seen those cars going. Like, it's been four years. Like, just give us, like, the Christmas season, the holiday season, you know? Yeah, well, but no. It, haven't they said, like, Josh Tomorrow or whoever's been on the uh, ride, like, testing yeah. it? Like, dude, if it's that far away, I don't know if I'd want to be testing it. Like, I mean, if yeah. it's seriously, if it's, like, six months from opening, maybe you shouldn't be on that thing yet. But maybe, I was talking to Beth about this, but maybe the track is ready, right? And then it's just, like, the the landscaping and everything around it. Right. Cause you know, Disney does a great job of their That's attention true. to detail with all those other things. So maybe the track is good and just not all the effects and other things are good. That's, that's the only thing I, that we can come up with. Right. They're going to wait the, six gonna, more months. Yeah, they're going to let actually the foliage grow in before they <laughs> right. open the thing. Yeah. I, it's I, like, what well, Tron came out in what, like 82 or like, <laughs> I, I can't remember the exact year, but it's going to be like foliage from 1982 is how it's going to feel. Cause that's how long we've been waiting. for. This yeah. Right. Thing. You're going to wait for like that whole era of processors and stuff to come back around. All right. We have our first call tonight. I never even gave the phone number, but let's do this. We have our first call from the three, five, two area code. Hey, he's joining us. Hi, uh, this is Charlie. Hey, Charlie, what's going on? Thanks for calling in. Where are you from? Yeah, well, um, uh, originally I'm from the Midwest like you, from Illinois, but uh, I'm currently living in Newberry, Florida. Nice. You're one of the smart ones. You got out of here for the cold winters. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my golly. I I grew up with the snow and the ice, and uh, my husband and I, we decided, okay, we've had enough. And we we moved down to where we love to vacation. So uh, we, we made it. We made the move and love it. Before before I ask you why you called, I'm going to be a little because I always ask this of anybody who has made the move from especially the Midwest, like Scott and I are from to Florida, because everybody asks me, right, because I work and travel so forth. When you going to move to Florida, Mike, I'm, I'm not because my wife likes living next to her you know, family. Her whole family's from here, which I totally understand. Sure. That's awesome. Um, so, we, you know, we would not do that. But does it take away any of the magic because I enjoy like the flight now that I like flying and the whole planning stuff. Is it just different or what would you say now being semi-local to, uh, to, the, to your favorite place? Golly, that's such a great question. Um, so for me, it enhanced it because we would come down during right after Christmas and we would also come down during spring break and bring our kids. We have two kids, boy and girl. Uh, who are now grown and and in in their upper 20s. But my husband and I will go down there about every other weekend and uh, just go and play. I'll even do solo trips and just podcasts like yours and others I listen to. I think the more that, I don't know, for me, I think the more that I learn about it, the, the more 
uh, attractive it is and, and, and just in depth and stuff. And, and, you know, one of the coolest things that I learned here just recently is, you know, like when you go to a, a Animal Kingdom, there's that little shrine thing before you round the corner to go to Everest, mm-hmm. um, how it is shaped like the mountains. And I never knew that. And so just, you know, cool things that I learned on your podcast and others, just, just really, um, you know, heightened experience, I think. Well, that probably wasn't us, but thank you for that because we usually don't say <laughs> smart things. <laughs> we try to just entertain you, uh, but no, that's great. No, that's awesome. <laughs> and I, that's a great perspective that you get over there. You get to see things in a different way. I think, you know, that's kind of how I've changed from, you know, when I was wide-eyed, when I didn't have a podcast, we just went down to Pop Century, had no idea what we were doing, just went to whatever park the bus showed up first, you know, those days. You know, it, it's a total different experience. But you do know that over at Everest, if you ring those bells in the queue at the, in the right order, they play It's a Small World, too. That's another thing. No, I didn't know that. Yes, but you got to know the secret, like, order. And it's just annoying as anything if you don't get it in the right order. Everybody around you will be like, quit ringing the bells, please. Anyway, say, hey, it's always another, another um, <laughs> since we're talking about, like, a little fun Animal Kingdom tidbit. So one of my favorite things is when you leave the dinosaur and you go to that gift shop, and you like walk into Dino Land. If you look to your left, it like kind of feels like you're at like a bus station, kind of. If you look to your left, there's a sign about like traveling to Epcot. I can't think of the exact words right now, but like it even has like the Epcot logo. Like you should take a visit to Epcot, um, which is always fun that. to see when oh. you're in Animal Kingdom. I didn't even know that. <laughs> no, I love this stuff. That's new to me too. Awesome. Well, hey, why'd you call? We're just playing Trivial Pursuit here, but uh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> Well, so so the reason I called is I have been dying to call you guys for the longest time. Um, I just wanted to share with somebody about um, Disney magic that had been bestowed upon my mother and I, my 90-year-old mother and I, when we took a trip to um, the Magic Kingdom in Epcot. And now this, this is a little while ago. This was right before COVID, right before the pandemic closure. Um, but still, I just think it's, it, it just really, for me, it, okay, so let me back up for a second. You know, recently on a podcast, you had mentioned about how Disney for you, Mike, is not so much about the rides anymore. It is just the experience. You could go and probably not ride a ride and be fine, and it's just kind of about the experience. I think this, this time with my mom at the park, uh, turn that around for me. I saw Disney through her eyes in a much different way. And it was just, it, it just changed my, my, my view of things and how I, I, I look at things differently. It's not about the rides, not about the thrills. It, it's, um, it's like what you said, you know, the other day about how it, you know, it's just the experiences. But uh, so we went, my my mother and father had only been to Disney once in their life, and that was during a conference. They had tickets for it uh, to Epcot, but as it turned out, they only had time to just walk in, walk around World Showcase, and walk back out. It was a super, super short trip. Um, and my father passed away several years ago, but my mom always talked very fondly about that time, that her and daddy's quick trip there. And so for her birthday... I think this is back in 2019. I bought her tickets for uh, Epcot and Magic Kingdom. And um, we had a phenomenal time. We just, we stayed off site. We stayed in an economy, basic hotel off site. But um, 
and, and just a little little tangent side from that. Um, since that time, my husband and I we we purchased a little fixer upper uh, house down in Claremont and fixed it up, and it's all Disney fied. Uh, I have nice. yes, I can I can tell you about that another time. <laughs> but my bedrooms are themed to Lion King, Country Bear Jamboree, and Haunted Mansion. <laughs> It's like but, a little mini so art of animation. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. But, but yeah, but I want to tell you. Our, so, so the first day. So on this trip, we went. Like I said, we went to Magic Kingdom and we went to Epcot. Um, when we went to Magic Kingdom, like I said before, I was all about the ride. So I had my. And at that time, they had the fast passes. So I had my three fast passes. The first one is for the Haunted Mansion, and so. Um, my mother's in a wheelchair, um, and so, you know, we're, we go all the way back to where the Haunted Mansion is, and they're closed. Oh. And so the nice cast member said, well, you know, go to guest services, and they, they'll probably be able to give you a, a ticket, or I don't know exactly what it was at that time, something so that you can come back at another time. So we did that. It was a very hot day, I recall. And so I took my mother into guest services that, you know, is at the front of the park. And I, I parked her kind of in a corner. So she's nice. She's in the air conditioning. I go back out and wait out in this super long line. Been and there. Um, I would say it probably <laughs> yeah. took an hour. <laughs> what was that? I said been there. Yeah, the line's never short when you got to go to guest services. Like when you don't need anything, you can walk right up. But, yeah, that's how it always goes. Yeah, right, right. Well, my mom was super patient, got into a lot of conversations with cast members and stuff. And when I got up to the line talking with a cast member, um, she was very, very sweet. And after they gave us some sort of a pass thing to get on a, a different ride, she said to me, she said, here, I want you to have this. I don't remember if it was a coupon or it was actually written out or what it was, but she said, take this to the store across the street and um, it, it'd be something special for your mom. And I thought, oh, that, that's really nice. And then she also said to me, hey, and by the way, right out here in the little garden area there uh, next to guest services, Snow White is going to be appearing in 30 minutes if you're interested in a meet and greet. So, you know, I'm all about the ride. Yeah. So I just kind of took that information, said, hey, thanks. That's great. Um, we started walking to our next ride. And I mentioned to my mom about Snow White and uh, the meet and greet. She says, oh, my golly, I really, really want to do that. Um, so <laughs> we go in. And she, well, actually, she wants to stop and buy a, a doll uh, so that Snow White can sign it. Oh, nice. And yeah, yeah. It, it, we're the first one in line. She gets up to Snow White, and this lady is phenomenal. She is she is Snow White that has stepped out of the movie. Just incredible. My mom says to her, "I have waited my whole life to meet you." Oh, that is sweet. Yes, so sweet. They talk about how are the dwarfs doing, and they swap <laughs> apple pie recipes and just had a lot of fun. I got, I got some great photos from that. But here's the thing. So the little coupon thing that the cast member had given me, we went across the street to that shop, and it turns out to be they gave her a free tiara. Oh, my gosh. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. 
So she wore that thing the whole day, and um, she felt super special. We went on several rides, and at the parade, you know, we were in the wheelchair area, got perfect photos. She even stayed for the fireworks. We had dole whips and all that thing. But but the tiara, the tiara was magical. So the next day we went to Epcot, and uh, she's wearing that tiara. We're in the land pavilion, so we're waiting at the elevators. And she starts chatting with a really super nice lady, and I think she's just a cast member. She is wearing this restaurant uniform. And the lady turns out to be the executive chef for, what what is that called, Coral Reef? Yeah, 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 Coral Reef. Yeah. Uh, her name is Dee, and uh, my mom talks to her about how Dee every day will call her mom in New York, and she loves talking with my mom. Oh, um, and the D says, what are you guys doing for lunch? And I said, I, I, I don't know. And we were talking about it. And she says, well, I tell you what, you go to Coral Reef and be there at 1 p.m. So, <laughs> so we go in there and we get the best seat in the house is right in front of the, the, um, the, the aquarium. Had a fabulous meal. Uh, what are they? What are they called? Sous chefs. Sous yeah, chefs. I'm not. Scott would know. I'm not a fancy. Yeah, sous chef. <laughs> sous, sous chef. And he he comes out and he says that D said that we were coming and he brings a, uh, a fabulous dessert for us. Oh. And um, it was incredible. It was just so nice. And then we went to a Starbucks. And um, they wrote Queen Pat. Her name is Pat. They wrote Queen Pat on her cup, and she still has the cup. Um, so it was just—it was just—it was so magical. And at the at the end, I won't take up too much of your time. But at the end of the um, of the trip, uh, my mom, who was just this this sweet, sweet, sweet lady, um, wants to go and and recognize all these people who made her time fabulous. And at that time, they didn't. Well, I don't know that they did, but she went and filled out uh, actual little cards on all the cast members she had interactions with and uh, just just had, you know, she, we, we were in guest services at the end of Epcot night for an hour, her filling out these little <laughs> guest cards because it was That's just so, so incredible for her. Oh my gosh! So I I have to tell you, Deanna in the uh, in the live chat just put the put Queen Pet is goals, which means that is a huge oh. huge compliment to your mother, and uh, you know I, I want to have this. Well, first of all, I want to thank you because this is the stuff that we need to get out into the world, you know. And and I want to. This actually brings up something I was going to ask Scott about later, and I, I'll I'm not going to hold you on the line for this whole conversation, but this is. I mean, it really does kind of make my heart just like grow because this is the stuff that this is why we go. And this is why you don't have to ride 15 rides in a day to say it was the best day ever. You know what? That that little t the tiara that your mom got to got to wear around and become <laughs> a princess for the day, you know, and enjoy that meal with the chef from Coral Reef. Because, I mean, it was just like. You know, what we used to hear more, we don't hear as much, is that when you're at Walt Disney World, you're not a client, you're not a, a customer, you're a guest. And what it sounded like was this 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 executive chef was inviting you and your mother over 
for lunch, you know, just like they'd be a guest in their, in their, in, in her house or in her restaurant. And, you know, you got a very special experience and it's just, the whole thing is though, getting to do that with your mom, making that memory that will never, ever go away. You know, now that you shared it with us, like I'll never forget this story. That makes, when I think of Coral Reef, I'll think of you and Pat <laughs> every time now. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, and, and my mom showed me something that I've heard from other people on podcasts before. So I, I do take the time to talk to cast members, but before I would just go in and, and, and do my thing and kind of you know, not interact with too many people. But now, you know, if I see a cast member, I want to get in a conversation with them. I want to learn about, well, where are they from? And, mm-hmm. and uh, just, you know, we just had some great interactions from that now. It's just, um, I, 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 you know, I, I never grew up going to Disney. My, we had six kids in our family. We grew up in Illinois. And uh, just, you know, when you got six mouths to feed, you just don't take big old trips like Disney. And so I didn't start going until, you know, my husband and I had kids. And um, it's just really grown on me. And it, it truly is it's just a magical place, I think. It is. It allows the magic to happen. When you get to escape the real world and just really focus on the people you're with, that's what I think I've noticed over the years yeah. that. You know, when I get down, like Scott's probably my best friend, you know, outside of like my family. And we only get to see each other really when we're at Walt Disney World because we live, you know, eight, nine hour drive apart and we don't have to ride rides. We get down there and we have a good time. We have meals together. We, you know, we just we hang out at the resorts. We just we don't have to be riding rides or doing, you know, seeing shows. It's about the people you're with. So Scott, final words, and then uh, yeah. yeah, this this is a great call though. I love that. I, I was yeah, I love the call. Thank you for the story, Charlie. I was just gonna make a little joke that how would this look in today's world though? Like, would that show up on like your Genie Plus day, like <laughs> VIP experience at Coral Reef at one o'clock? Exactly. But that's really that's an awesome story. I love it. True. Oh, thanks, guys. I love listening to y'all. Thanks. Hey, Midwesterners, we gotta stick together because you're even though you're in Florida, you're still a Midwesterner. We're still claiming you. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, Charlie. Hey, you have a great week, and don't be a stranger. Give us another call sometime. Okay, I appreciate. That. All right, Bye. take care. Good talking to you. All right. I bye-bye. mean, when you think about that, how many true Floridians are there, though? That's like, true. There's none. I don't think anybody's ever born in Florida, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. All right, we have. I got to ask you about an article I saw today on on social media, but we have another call, so let's take it. That's why we're here. Uh, hey, caller, who's who's joining us? Hey, Mike and Scotty G. It's Brandon up in New Hampshire. How are you? Brandon, what's going on? Good talking to you again. Thanks Brandon's like in. a regular these days. Yeah, I like, you it. Too. I like yeah. it. He's got the hotline. I'll have to put him in the caller ID so I know who's calling. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that she just mentioned the Coral Reef restaurant story. The first year that my wife and I went to Disney was in 2019, and I had requested six months in advance. Of course, that's when you had to book dining back then. Uh, the tank seat you know, the seat right next to the tank and we were doing candlelight processional. So we got that little two top seat. We got that. We sat in there. Everybody was staring at us. The people around us were so pissy and jealous about the fact that we got that spot, but I had requested it six months in advance. So we're sitting there and we have this giant manta ray sitting next to us at that tank the entire time. We have pictures of this that we still both laugh about the the thing wanted our dinner, <laughs> but it was the fact that it was such an amazing spot to sit right literally on the tank. So everybody has to know what what was on the plate that it that it wanted so badly, so you can get that manta ray to come. Well, we, we 
Well, it was candlelight processional, so it was a prefix. So it was uh, literally steak and no seafood. Well, cause say, yeah, because it'd be a cannibal if it was seafood. So, yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> Absolutely. But, no, it was a fantastic thing that, you know, like I had said, the first time that Pam and I went down together and had, had she hasn't been there since she was a child, and I hadn't been there since I had gone for the Magic Music Days. But, yeah, they requested, if you wanted that request, put in as far ahead of time as possible, six months out, and we got that little spot. So when we walked down there and sat there, everybody around us kept was staring at us. Well, here, here's the thing. Okay, so you can either do that or here's my new tip. You know, we're always giving tips here on the show, and I have a new one now because of Charlie. Just say you're you're a friend of Queen Pat's, and boom, you get that table. I mean, two days out, be like, hey, I know Queen Pat. I'm one of her. I'm one of her uh, subjects, <laughs> and then you're in. Well, I could do that, Mike. But the problem <laughs> would be if I said my wife was ninety. That's a problem. No, I'm not saying you guys say you're married to her. I'm just saying you're a friend. You're a subject of Queen <laughs> Pat. No, okay. So hang hang tight, Brandon, because I want to have this conversation with Scott, and I want to get your thought on this too. So I don't know if you've seen over the last day. There was an article. Now, I've seen it only, basically, it's in mainstream media. So I've seen it like on WGN News, which is a big media company out of Chicago that I follow. Um, I saw it. It was mainstream. It was not Disney fan sites. But it was quoting uh, some kind of a survey or some kind of research where I guess they, and I didn't read the whole article because I was, again, in a hurry. But the thing was, it said that the headline and the, the you know splash was that 68% of Disney visitors feel that the theme parks have lost the magic, you know? And so I wanted to get like your take, Brandon, I'll take your take, but I want to get Scott's take on this first. Like, I understand where people are coming from. Cause I feel that sometimes too. Like it is, it's a job. A lot of times before you go down, it, it feels like, you know, it's, it's more of a job than it used to be just vacation. Just, Book the trip and let's go have fun. Now you got to put a lot of thought into it, a lot of thinking, a lot of work before you go down. So I get where these people are coming from, but then you get stories like Pat, and even though that happened in 2019, that story could just as well happen yesterday. None of those things could not have happened yesterday. They couldn't have. So, Scott, I don't know if you saw that article, but, I mean, what? how do you react to that? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I did not see the article, but I agree with it. But my question would be, like, who are they surveying? Is it most likely repeat visitors if it's what, yeah, I if it's lost that. the magic you would have had to experience the magic first is the way i read it and like that's how i feel as a repeat visitor like i think gosh i think of like how it was six seven eight nine years ago and it's it's gone downhill so i would agree like i feel like it has lost the magic is it still magical yes like i still love going there like you just kind of hit on it like i love the the dining experiences hanging out at the resort it's my getaway from the Midwest weather and, you know, from November through April, you know, just to get that escape. It's still a great escape for me, but I would say overall it has lost some magic. Like it's, it's more work than vacation to, to, to most of my planning and days. Like, it's just, it feels like more work than relaxation. If you really want to like do everything, you know, which I don't have to do everything as a repeat guest. That's what I would say. You you put in a keyword there, and I would say has lost some magic. I would say that because it hasn't lost all of it. You know, I mean, right, it hasn't lost all of it. We have great times down there, but I mean, and again, I pine for the old days in a lot of ways. You know, I like the old video games. I, you know, I like. I always pine for days before like social media. Even though I'm a huge, I'm always I'm I'm on it. I'm the worst person. Like. But I would love to not have that phone, you know, and just be like more in the moment. But, you know, here I am. I'm, I'm just as guilty as anybody with being on the thing. 
and you know, I, I pine for the days of 10 years ago at Walt Disney World, and I do, I think it, it's lost some of the magic, but it's still, Brandon, where, where do you fall in this conversation? What do you think about this? Well, in my opinion, it really relies on the cast member that, that you're dealing with. Like I told you last time I talked, I think it was a few weeks ago when we went down uh, last December and we had the candlelight processional uh, situation with the beer garden. And I went in there and I told the guy I was willing to pay for the entire experience. And my wife wasn't feeling that great for eating bratwurst and schnitzel and all that. The guy literally handed us the candlelight processional things and said, Merry Christmas. Although we weren't going to have the meal, we weren't charged a dime. So that was literally this past December. So I think it's situational, to be honest with you. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. And Tish in the live chat right now brings up a great point. She says, I think the magic is there, but it's definitely at a premium. You're paying so much more to have these magical moments where I tend to agree with that. Because if you think about it, I mean, think about just like go back 10 years, go back one decade. And if you were staying at All-Star Sports, it didn't matter if you were staying at the Grand Floridian or All-Star Sports. You still got extra magic hours. It was like an even playing field. There was never a thought of, you know, like deluxe guest extra magic hours. But see, then I see the other side of it. Like deluxe guests are paying, you know, the the equivalent of like three hotel rooms per night compared to what you're paying at All-Star Sports. So you do expect more amenities, but it felt like a more fair playing field, you know, kind of in a way back then, I, I don't know, you know, there's, I see the pros and cons of everything and I can see it from both. I try to always see things from both sides, but it felt like, you know, with fast pass, everybody got it, you know, like it, it didn't matter. You didn't have to buy it. Like you didn't have to use it, but you had it there. Everybody had the exact same opportunity. I don't, do you, do you agree with what, uh, sorry, Tish says, uh, Scott, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the magic is there, but definitely at a premium. And I can see that, like, to your point, like the real premium is paying for all these extra experiences. You don't have to do that. You don't have to buy these lightning lanes or anything like that, but that is an option to help you save time. And that's, to me, like, that's not necessarily like magic, like getting, saving time and attractions. I think magic is more like the story, like Brandon told, like that. I mean, that's a really cool story with that cast member. I think about that time, Mike, remember when after a cruise, I had a flight delay and like Mallory got sick the next morning, but you guys were in St. Louis. We were still trapped and well trapped. Like how I say that trapped we in just, Coronado Springs. <laughs> we were trapped at Coronado Springs due to some, like some food poisoning and like, man, they took good care of Emily. Like mm-hmm. they gave her like a nice little pack. Like they came to the room and gave her like this package of like all these like snacks and like activities to do. And like, they didn't have to do that. They, they gave us this like little welfare piece of paper where we can go and like get stuff in the shop, you know, cause they knew we were going to be like stuck in the room all day. Like that stuff like feels more magical that I know that they can do right. Like they have the means to do that. And that's how you like really give that awesome, you know, guest experience that Disney is known for. Um, and I just feel like there is a little bit less of that, like, or I'm just not hearing it as much, but I think honestly, Mike, I think the guest is a little more hostile. Than they used to be. No, I, I think agree. No, there's I agree more expect. I think there's higher expectation now because we are paying more, you know, and like that's across the board though, across the whole country. I mean, you're just going to pay more for experiences right now. It's just how the world is. But I think there's just a higher expectation from a guest, and I think that those kind of guests actually, it's. it's I hate to say this, but like other guests sometimes make things a little less magical for me when I hear them like complaining in the parks and about all that nonsense. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. The thing is, and I joked about this, you know, probably 10 years ago on the show that 
I'm a competitive person. Like I've played sports my whole life. Like, and you've seen this. I mean, this is why my knee is just tore up right now. Like I, I push myself to try to be the best at whatever I do. I'm just, I'm, I've always been competitive in high school sports and speed skating and whatever I do. I'm just, I'm a competitive person. And the thing is, I joke about Walt Disney World being a competitive thing, and it is 100% a competitive experience. You're always competing. You're competing for ADRs. You're competing for shorter lines at the attractions. You're competing to be the first one through the, the turnstiles for the perfect picture on Main Street. You're constantly competing, and what's happening is, like you said, more people are getting savvy to all these tricks that I think we had the, the advantage on, the jump on 10 years ago because of social media. Everybody's putting this stuff on TikTok and everywhere else where – now everybody is just kind of, and I think there's just less of a sense of like care for your fellow guest at this point, which is kind of sad. It's a state of humanity, but you know, I like, I'm not going to step on somebody's toes. You know, I'm not doing that on a Walt Disney. If it gets me five minutes faster on a ride, that's stupid. Yeah. But you know, some people will. And it's, it, yeah, it just there's breaks like my that, heart. I know Brandon's on the line. I'm sure he has something you want to talk about, but like, we lost that, like <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, <laughs> I felt like we lost that like guest, like, common courtesy like i'm always so courteous to guests like if i see another guest wearing like a birthday button or a celebration yeah. like i it's not just the cast members that can interact with them i interact with them too and like i just feel like there's just this like crabbiness like i got these high expectations and like that like kind of brings my experience down too you know but yeah, yeah. it's it's a good good conversation go ahead brandy though we didn't mean to hijack you there but anything else yeah no no worries guys yeah i just wanted to tell you that when we went back in 2019 we went to the mickey's uh very merry christmas party it poured that night and my wife turned around and saw that a lady that was in one of those little buggies ecvs had got her poncho caught under the wheel and she was stuck literally right in front of cinderella castle so we stopped we turned around we got the thing unstuck for her she was very generous and, and very happy that we helped her get out of that situation. But that's one of those things where we could have changed the experience for her or us by just continuing on what we were doing. But my wife says, let's give this lady a hand. That's one of those things that I cannot put aside and she can't put aside. We're, we're humanitarian people. There's one yeah. thing that you can do for your own experience or you can help somebody else that's in need. And that's one of those things that I, I hope everybody would do. Right. Well, and, and the bottom line is like, if you're at Walt Disney world, how lucky are you just to be there? Right. I mean, you, you could be in some terrible place on this planet doing some horrible job, you know, that's where you don't have the opportunity. I mean, when we complain about, Oh, the wait time for, uh, you know, it's a small world is 35 minutes. I can't believe it. It's terrible. I can't, I can't do this. I mean, you're at Walt Disney World. You're probably going to have dinner tonight at La Cellier, and you know you're worried about a 35 minute wait to ride a boat ride. Like you're, and you're probably with your family, which you're lucky to have that time off to bond with your family, your friends. You're, you know, in 15 minutes you might be having a Mickey bar. I mean, I think it's all about perspective. But that's a great, you know, when you can help somebody out, it makes you feel good. But you're also, how many people saw you do that? You modeled the, the correct behavior maybe not for your, you know, your family might just see that all the time in you, but you know, some little boy who might not see that kind of behavior with some little girl that may have never seen somebody bail out a stranger saw that you don't, you know, you never know. That's a good thing. It, it was just one of those weird situations where I wouldn't have noticed that I wasn't looking back. She was, and she's a nurse. So she saw She saw this lady in the ETV, the thing that popped up in the front wheel, she couldn't move. She said, let's, let's help the lady out. We did. It's pouring rain. You know, it was a terrible Christmas party, but again, 
there are good people out there, regardless of Disney people or just people in life. No, I 100% agree. 100% agree. When you get that opportunity to step up, you always should. Well, hey, Brandon, thanks for the call. Hey, don't be a stranger. Now, maybe we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. All right, take Appreciate care, my friend. Have a good, uh, good talking to you. So I was going to ask you real quick, before we get our next call, we can probably take one or two more calls, 407-413-9395. You mentioned you missed the announcements for D23, getting to talk about them. What was the biggest announcement you were excited for? Was it the West Coast races run Disney? I mean, I'm pumped. I mean, I I mean, I'm not mad about that. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what that's going to do to races in Florida. Like, will they cut the springtime surprise that doesn't seem to be going anywhere? Yeah, hang hang on. We got we got a lizard calling in. Hang on. Okay, I'll get you though. What's up, Neil? Thanks for calling in. What's going on, buddy? Oh, hey, how you guys doing? I heard you may be calling in tonight, so there you are. We got you. Uh, yeah, I thought I would just reach out and give a quick little trip trip report from D23 last week. You had some pretty awesome costumes, I'll say. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much. Especially the dapper one. That one was uh, something. I don't the know. The dapper I Mandalorian, I think it was. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, so the newsies. Is, I like the newsies ones too. Newsies was good. Yeah. Yeah, when when you got someone super talented that can make 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 the clothes like that, you, you definitely take advantage and yeah, no and doubt. look your best. So. Yeah, no doubt. So yeah, give us give us some uh, highlights. Yeah, sure. Um, so I think the biggest thing that I that I always take from going to Disneyland, and and by always going, I mean uh, the last two times and uh, in December and now, uh, if you can do one of the uh, after hour parties out in Disneyland, you absolutely should. Oh my goodness, Oogie Boogie Bash was fantastic. Um, just so many great character interactions and, um, awesome, awesome pictures that we were able to get with, you know, people that they don't ever put out in the, in the park. So, uh, that was, that was a huge, huge highlight. And, Can I ask you a question uh, about that really did, quick? So did you see like the daylight cruise, like the guy from Coco? Did you see him yeah, out was, there? That looked awesome. We did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was so, one of the coolest things I've, I've ever seen like filmed. I, I, I was ready to like buy a ticket right then and, <laughs> and, and get out there. Like that looked so awesome. It did look cool. It's it's really cool. Um, there, some of those character interactions. It's, it's a little different, right? Because it's like part of the trick or treat trail. So you go through. They they hand you candy before you go see the person, and then it's you know people just walk by. You take pictures. You can take video, but there's no photo pass for the, for those ones. And then um, when you finish, you know, with your you know walking by, taking your photos and everything, then you can move out. And then they you go past you go past some more um, candy stops on the way out. They, they had traditional meet and greets as well. So they had, um, you know, they had Bruno for the first time. They had uh, the Blue Fairy was out. Uh, Mulan is ping. They had Hercules. They had Merlin. Um, some really, like I said, some really rare characters that they wouldn't normally do. Um, they even had uh, Mickey and Donald and Goofy as the Kingdom Hearts characters from uh, that game from, you know, a few years ago. So that was um, we didn't we didn't do a lot of you know we did a few of those but just great to see some some more rare characters out there um, and and get an opportunity to do that um, and then the you know D twenty three in general just absolutely phenomenal um, really really enjoyed this it's it's something that I've every time you know it would happen I, I told Scott this earlier today like every time D twenty three would happen I'd be like I gotta go. I got to go to that next time. Next time I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And, um, you know, finally pulled the trigger on it this time. Um, and, you know, got some really great panels. Um, you know, definitely pack your patience and be, be ready to wait in some lines to get 
to get into some of the panels if you don't get a reservation for them. But, um, you know, for the most part, you, you should be able to get in to see a lot of stuff if you want to. What was the thing you would say surprised you the most about like the D23, the expo itself? Because you obviously you you kind of had a pretty good idea of what was going to happen because you've seen all the coverage in the past. But like being there, something that maybe that was unexpected, maybe it was awesome. Like what was like something unexpected that you, that you got to experience? Um, you know, the, the, the last panel I went to was for the Disney character voice actors. Um, and, uh, they brought a few, you know, they brought a couple people out, you know, and normally at a, at a, at a convention like that, you're going to get some surprises and things like that. But, um, they, they finished the panel with Donnie Osmond coming out and he did, you know, I'll make a man out of you live in front of everybody, which was completely unexpected. And, um, you know, they, they also brought out, uh, the, the guy who did Aladdin's voice and um, so it's just not, not, you know, you know, those folks weren't listed under the, under the panel guests, but um, getting to see that. And then just the amount of really, really great cosplay that people did, you know, people spent some, you know, spent hours upon hours on some of the stuff. The one lady had a full, her dress was, it was Dumbo. It was the right. I saw that. I saw that on social media. That was insane. It like, it moved, didn't it? Like the whole, like the the, the dress. I saw that. I was like, that is insane. Whoever made that, like that have to be a full-time job for like two weeks. (laughs) I mean, absolutely. Just, just getting to see some of the costume work that people did. was really cool. Um, You know, uh, it it was it it really was it was a great experience. I'm definitely going to try and go back again when it when it happens. And I'm guessing in two years, they didn't really give a date for the next one. But, um, you know, and the other thing that was kind of surprising was just um, how much new, you know, how much new stuff that they, you know, they were uh, obviously at the parks panel. You get a lot of new things. But um, I was just kind of surprised how much how much Disneyland is really going to get. Obviously, a little disappointed for for, the world, but. Um, you know, with no real concrete things other than the Tron date, but um, there, you know, we were there in the room and we got to hear hear him talk about everything, and there was definitely a big group of us cheering for Run Disney coming back. Cause, Heck yeah, um, I'm ready for that. That was sure. that was that was out of nowhere, right? I mean, did, I I didn't see that coming. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that. I don't know if anybody else was. God, I don't know if you were, but I I was not. I had some insider information on it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Scott knows because the entire time we were out there in July, I'm like, God, I love, I because I fell in love with Disneyland. We were out there, man. I fell for it so hard. I love Disneyland Resort. And I'm like, how did I never get out here 10 years ago? And how did I miss all those races? I want to win a race so bad. But you would have hated the Disneyland half and they would have kept the same day because remember like that excessive heat wave they were having over Labor Day weekend? That's when the Disneyland half always was like you, you would have died out there. Yeah, like still, I know. Cause it was cool when we were there. So I'm like, Oh, I could yeah. run in this. It's like 70. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was not cool. I mean, it was, it was a hundred <laughs> the first day that we were there. So uh, nothing like being, being walking through the parks in a in hundred degree weather <sighs> when you're not, not really expecting that. Um, I mean, it's all in Florida. I'm, I'm always like, it's going to be hot. I know yeah. it's going to be hot and I know it's going to be humid and I fully expect it, but was not ready for that. Um, but so Mike, so. before you took Neil's call though, you were asking about my thought on yeah, that. Yeah. And so I know you don't know a whole lot about Avengers, but that was one of the race weekends. That was actually the last race mm-hmm. weekend at Disneyland. And you would, your medal would be like the infinity gauntlet, you know, and you get a stone and they only did like three I, of those. So I like had it, a, I had a stone about two years ago and I don't want any more stones. <laughs> right. dude. That was not cool. <laughs> but like, 
but it was cool. Like if you've done all of them, you've gotten like your gauntlet medals with like three different infinity stones. And it's like, they never finished that. So I wonder if Avengers will be one of the races they bring back so that we can finish our. Oh, really? They, they left it like hanging. Like there's, there's like a medal out there that's unfinished. Like the, the challenge is like, well, to be determined. Kinda. So, I mean, you would get like the medal with like the gauntlet, but then like one, one year it was like the yellow stone. The next year it was the blue one. And, and then there's like finished. six of them. And they, so, so there's, there's yeah. So there's, there was only three races. So I want to ah, see like, if they, they'll finish the series out. That's but the, I don't yeah, know. That's smart. That's a whole nother show topic to, you know, <laughs> to talk about what races will come back in Disneyland. Cause will they do the star Wars? I don't know if they will, if they don't do it in world anymore, but we shall see. What do you, if, Neil, what do you think? Cause you're, 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 you know, you're, you do all the races. What do you think? Um, you know, I, I, I know that they used to have the Tinkerbell race weekend. I would, I would guess they'd probably bring something like that back and hopefully the Avengers, since we can't really do, an Avengers race weekend on the East coast. My guess would be, we'll get that back. Um, I mean, they did that one as Pixar, but we got that for springtime surprise this year. So um, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, I'm hoping that when they give it, you know, when it comes back in 24, we get a full slate of, you know, three or four race weekends like they used to have. Um, and <laughs> like, I know you said last, you know, last week on the different shows, how it's going to be just, bananas trying to get in it's gonna be crazy uh, for those for those first week for first race weekends and uh, you know i'm I'm gonna do everything i can to, to you know if i gotta do a charity bib whatever it's it's funny because i i kept saying well you know what i'm just gonna finish my 50 50 states 50 half marathon thing i'll just finish in california and i'll go celebrate in disneyland well that's out the window now <laughs> now that i know that those races are coming back uh, yeah, we're definitely, it's going to be sooner and I'm going to have to figure, figure out where I'm going to finish my half marathon challenge. I can't wait you to do that in Michigan. Michigan's a good place to finish that in October. Yeah. The yeah. Detroit. Half. Uh, but I think, I think we're going to, I think we're going to cut one. I think we're going to, I think we're going to lose a world race. I think it's going to be three and three. Cause like, the, I Ooh. think they want, cause they kind of eliminated like, the that's Star totally Wars fine race. With me. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. I think three, that's what they're going to do. I think cause I mean, why ha- you should have more? It's a money making machine, right? Yeah. But I think I think we're gonna lose the springtime surprise in world. Um, we're gonna lose the Star Wars one in land, and it's gonna be the, the Tinkerbell, Avengers, and the Disneyland half, which is always like Labor Day weekend. I think those are gonna be the three. We shall see, though. I'd be totally up for that. Totally fine. I mean, they're gonna have to announce it kind of soonish. I mean, because you gotta register. I mean, we registered like six months before these races, so. Well, we should know, I would say, like, March of 2023, maybe? Uh, maybe a little later? I don't know. Yeah, we'll Run, Dis- Run Disney hasn't been in my pocketbook for, like, a month. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> on my mind. And then I hurt my knee. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm- this is the one year I signed up for every race weekend and blow out my knee right now. So I'm like, dude, this knee's got to come back. What is going on? I got to run. Uh, of course. Well, hey, we got to run, Neil, but uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, so you don't, are you at Wine and Dine? Uh, yeah, well, I'll be at Wine and Dine. And then um, I was just going to throw it out there, too, in case folks haven't seen it. Um, we do have that page up in Marathon Group and the regular um, page about if, for, if folks have interest in the mini golf open for Marathon Weekend. So please, please make sure to fill that out. Um, looks like we might have a big group, so I want to try and get... We want to get everything squared away with Disney so that we don't have any issues with, you know, large groups and stuff. I got to do that myself. Yes. Cause last time we did that, it poured. So we didn't get to do it. So yeah, yeah totally. I'm in. Yeah. Let's putt. I have my, last time Bye. we did that. I had the, thanks. Guys. Best, thanks. Yeah. Hey, Neil, take care. Thanks, 
Mike, did you see that there's talks about for the half marathon or marathon weekend dressing as me? Like I did see like that. I, saw, out, I just saw that today. The the lime green polos. I gotta get yeah. one of those. There's a Nike oh, one. There's a Nike one, dude. I'm getting the Nike. The, dude, they're so comfortable. With. I run in. I mean, I know. I'm it's telling like, you. Like people may tease me a little bit, but like the dry fit, like polos, like are more comfortable than a running shirt to me. Like they're I'm just saying dude, that, that was an awesome shirt and I'm getting it. That's a great costume. Okay. We got our last call of the day. Who is joining us from the five, seven, zero. Hey Mike, it's Kevin. We uh, emailed earlier today. What's up, Kevin? Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. How are you guys? Hey, we're doing great. Say hey to Scotty G. Hey Kevin. Hey Scott. What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, Mike's got the the Honolulu blue and gray going on the on the live feed tonight for my Lions because my Lions That's finally right. got a victory today. So it's a good day. Well, and and my Lions got a victory over Auburn yesterday, and I was there for the game. Oh, that was great. He's a big All ten right, guy. Nitty yeah, Lions. There we go. Penn he, State. He actually traveled to the plains down to uh, Auburn. Which is brave. I'm yeah. just saying, man. I don't know if I, I was thinking about going there next weekend, but the way Mizzou's playing, we're not making that trip. So, because it's just, it's going to well, be. Well, yeah. <laughs> that was a great atmosphere, though. Great atmosphere. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. Awesome. <laughs> that looked fun on TV. So, what, what's going on? Yeah. So, uh, so I, uh, I think we messaged a couple of weeks ago, and, and I wanted to get when Scott was on. We are actually booked for uh, February 11th to the 18th next uh, in February. And I wanted to get Scott's take on being there over Super Bowl Sunday and uh, Super Bowl Monday and, and the thoughts. I'm a Broncos fan, so I, I don't have the high hopes that we're going to be there on that Sunday. So just curious your thoughts as far as the park, the crowds, and, and everything uh, uh, for that day. And then for the parade the next day, I think you were there a couple of years ago, Scott, weren't you? Because well, he, he's a Lions fan, so he's there every, you know, he's always there to celebrate his team winning the Super Bowl, or at least being in the Super Bowl. No, just right. <laughs> I just play. Go ahead, Scott. Have uh, you ever seen that meme with, like, Simba, like, Tom Mufasa? Like, we're Lions. They're like, what? what is that out in the distance, Dad? It's the Super Bowl. We're Lions. We'd never go there. <laughs> <laughs> but, right. uh, Kevin, that's an interesting combo, though. The Penn State and Indy Lions and the Broncos. All right. Like, I like it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I have I been there for the Super Bowl. I grew up an Elway fan, a John Elway fan in the 80s. So that's, that's kind of where it came from. Same, because we, yeah, we were between football teams. I was a huge Broncos fan back when they were John Elway and all those guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, may, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, big Elway fan in the 80s. I grew up near Penn State uh, in Pennsylvania. So, um, yeah. Nice. But go ahead. Sorry. Cool. Yeah, so I had been there for the Super Bowl. It was – um. It was that weird year though. It was COVID, so it was like 2021 Super Bowl where, oh, okay. the, where the where the Bucks won it um, on their home field, and I will tell you though, like it was interesting too. So being in Florida, you think it'd be like a lot of like a lot of Florida fans too. So maybe that like took out some of the locals, but I thought the parks were pretty slow. I will now, mind you, all I did was really go to. Um, I just went to dinner. I went to Chefs de France that night. And I did watch okay. the game a little bit on my phone before watching it back at the at the yacht club later that night, but um, the it does it does take some crowds away, not as much as you'd think because I think a lot of people there are just the vacation, you know, and like we got great technology on our devices now. We're like like me, like I'm at dinner with Liz, Emily, and Beth, and I I'm watching <laughs> I'm watching the the Bucks on, on my phone when the Super Bowl. But um, so, I mean, the crowds will be a little bit lower, but I would still say you would expect something. Now, if you're going to ask where to watch the game, I have some tips there, too. But uh, for the Monday after, that was just a weird day because 
it was still COVID, so they didn't want people like large gatherings, right? You know, we're still trying to social right. distance in the parks. Right. So they didn't really like ever announce a parade, but like we knew like Gronkowski was like doing something. Like word got around that Gronk was in the Magic Kingdom and no one knew if he was going to come down on a float like a cavalcade or what. Um, ended out he was just doing some promo shoot backstage. And it was just fun. I mean, we just hung around like in the hub, like waiting for like an hour for Gronk to come out. And then I finally gave up. And then he did ever he did never come out. But um, but Mike, I don't know if you have any experience on this too, if, if other guests have done it, but I would say, like, yeah, I would I'm trying to think what the Super Bowl is this year, though. Is it is it on the East Coast? Because that kind of depends because sometimes they go to Disneyland uh, the next day. So that's a out? good question. Um, yeah, because last year I think it was out in California and the Rams won it and they went to Disneyland. I think yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so it kind of depends on where the Super Bowl is. I, I think it might be in Phoenix. I don't know if that's the case, then it's going to go to Disneyland again. So it just kind of depends on geographically where it is. Uh, if it's going to be like, and I'm trying to think of their destinations. If it's like in Miami, obviously it'll be, they'll go to Walt Disney world, but like, cause they'll often play it in California. Phoenix is one they'll play it in. Um, gosh, I'm oh, it's in Arizona. Disney. It's in Arizona. It is Arizona. Yeah. So they're, it's not going to, the parade is not going to come the next day. Then it's going to go to Disneyland. Okay. All right. That's, that's really good to know. That, that helps make my park uh, reservation. Yeah. It makes your park pass because you would have booked the Magic Kingdom for sure. Yep. To see the parade. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know the end of the week, like we're off, our girls are off for uh, uh, President's weekend at the end of the week. They're off Thursday, Friday. So I know it'll get busier then. So I wanted to kind of get the, uh, the better the better reservations for earlier in the week because um, I know it's gonna get really busy at the end of the week and then we're, we're there. Highly recommend that. Yes, it I've been there. I've been in the same situation with their school time off. Like I try to take advantage of that. Yeah. And President's Week is kind of yes. crazy. Yeah, that and Martin Luther King weekend are crazy busy. Yeah. So so that's yeah. why I like what you're doing there, Kevin. Going starting on the front end during the Super Bowl weekend, which I think will take out some crowds for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So definitely yeah. go heavy on your park days. And then if you're a resort guy like me, just kind of hang out at the resort those last couple of days. Obviously, you can still do the parks, but just pack your patience a little bit. Yeah. And we're staying at Poly, so, you know, we, we can have some pool Ooh. days. Um, if, if we feel the Magic Kingdom is, is crazy and we're over there, we can pop back to the resort or head on over to Epcot or something. So, yeah, well, yeah, that's probably what we'll do. So what, what's your plan? Do you have a park day planned for the Super Bowl yet or not? Uh, probably we would stay close to the magic kingdom and, you know, if, if the kids are tired, Hey, let's go back to the hotel and watch the game that night and, uh, maybe catch the second half or something. And if not, no big deal, but yeah, I'll probably head to the magic kingdom that day, uh, on Super Bowl Sunday. And then, and then just kind of go from there. But like yeah, I said, if my Broncos like aren't in it, uh, you know, then I, I, I'm okay. Maybe kind of skipping it or just kind of listening in or something. If the Broncos are in it, man, just get to like Tambu Lounge early, right? Because like I'm trying to think of like public places where you can watch the game. You can watch it at Tambu, or Rick. if you okay. want to, if you want to take a chance to go to Disney Springs, I mean Splitsville will probably be hopping, but yeah, like that would be a really be cool fun. spot that'd to be, watch it. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but there's always the room. Like honestly, like I, I joked about this with Mike. Like when when my Spartans are like in a big game, like I I mean I love like be, the social environment but like sometimes man i am so like locked in like i don't want the guy next to me to irritate me and like say something so sometimes i, I like to just watch it in my room too yeah so so real quick real quick last night we were texting with scott during the michigan state game and all of a sudden he yeah. quit responding <laughs> which i get it because i did the same thing during the games i was like okay yeah. i guess we're done and then wade and then yeah. wade said something about like that was a sweet play and then like 
like two plays later, Michigan State gave it like a 70 yard touchdown. I'm like, no, I'm done. With we, you we were it's like, I get it. We were listening to it on the ride from Auburn back to Atlanta. And uh, th- yeah, the whole way we were listening to the game on the radio on the, on Sirius. And yeah, that's, that's it was just back and forth. Like, Oh man, that was, a, that was a tough one. It was no, I mean, Hey, all faith in Russell Wilson, right? <laughs> Let's see if it happens. I'm putting my faith in him, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, thanks. You squeezed by today, though. It looks like I didn't see the I didn't see the end, but I did look up the scores during the live show and saw they got the W. So there you go. You're one to one. Yeah, they won tonight. Yeah. There you go. Well, hey, don't hey, we appreciate you calling in tonight, and uh, good luck to the Broncos the rest of the way. You have a good trip either way. So you'll be at Walt Disney World. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we have a trip report uh, from from our February trip of 18 people coming up at the end of November. So. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you soon. Yes. Coming up, man, that'll be here before you know it. We'll have a lot to talk about on that Let's one. Let's say, Nitty, and we, at the end of November, we got Nittany Lions and Spartans. That's how we end the season every year. So, like, that should be fun. That's right. Is it in Lansing Absolutely, or is it, yeah. is we'll it to, we'll, Happy we'll Valley? A little bit more. It's going to be in Happy Valley this year. Last year, it was crazy. It was like a big snowstorm here in East Lansing. Oh, yeah. Um, Spart- Spartans took care of business. But, uh, yeah, so it'll be in Happy Valley, which is a tough place to play. So. That is the one thing I love uh, about Big yeah. Ten is when it snows. Like, I do like, – I'll watch a Big Ten game when it snows. That is the best. I, like that Michigan game last year where it was all snowy, that was awesome. I don't even like Michigan. Oh, but. there's nothing like it. That's right. All right. And that's the thing is like once this college, I know we're getting off the rails here, but once that college football thing expands and they start having home games, you take an Alabama up to a place like, you know, Michigan or somewhere, Lansing when it's snowing in like December, dude, all bets are off on that. Cause SEC teams like 75 and sunny. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, that's pretty right. soon big 10 teams are going to be having to do that too. Though. That's true. The, the big the 10 is season. everywhere. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a Dr. Pepper commercial. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's hey, right. Thanks for calling in, buddy. I appreciate it. You have a good, have an awesome week. Yeah. Have a, have a good one. Yeah. Kevin. You guys too. All right. Take care, Kevin. See you later. Thanks so much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, wait, well, hey, real quick. What was what was your biggest announcement? Because we got Duck out here. We went long, but this is great calls tonight. Well, my biggest announcement. Oh, oh, well, from D twenty three. Think got you the most excited. Um, honestly, like the Avengers Campus, like so Avengers Campus at Disneyland. I was telling someone this the other day. Like, feels like um, Galaxy's Edge a little bit. Like how they they built a great land. They threw in an attraction, kind of like the. Uh, the smugglers run versus like the web slingers, which is an okay attraction, not like an e-ticket. And then later on they built the e-ticket like rise. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with uh, Avengers campus at Disneyland, which makes me really excited about that. I think it's a really cool land. I know you didn't spend much time there, but it is really neat. And I'm, I'm excited to see it get expanded. That is cool. I did like the Spider-Man show where he flew. Cause I swore that was yeah. a real person. That's and the reason so- that's my favorite or that and tied with the run Disney is just because the Walt Disney World news just felt kind of flat for me, Mike. Like, just a little disappointed. We'll continue that next week because I have a couple yeah. things I wanted to ask you about. But we just didn't get to it today, but yeah, sounds good. <laughs> remind me, we that'll give us something to talk about next week. But hey, we got to talk about Disney Quest. I can't believe we never went to Disney Quest. I still can't believe that. If I could uh, get the DeLorean, I would go back to Disney Quest Dude. and do some other things. Oh man, too. we'd have a good time in Disney Quest. We'd be playing video games, Donkey Kong contests, a little Frogger. Oh, it'd be a good time. Man. All right, time to wrap up. So we got to get out of here, but thanks for hanging out with us. And we'll do this again next Sunday night, of course, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. You can tune in on YouTube or Facebook. We have the video going, the stream, the live chat. It's always so much fun because we have great comments going on and we get to take your calls. So join us again next Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern,
June 6 o'clock Central. Facebook and YouTube will be waiting for you. And don't forget, our show is always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. So when it comes time to plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip, work with the great agents over at the Magic for Less. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the podcast you make all these shows possible. You allow us to put out four to five shows a week. It's fun, and we couldn't do it without you. And you get that bonus show also called Mike in the Midwest every week. We tell stories that Charlie can relate to when she grew up in Illinois, maybe. And uh, we'd love to have you. So come on over, patreon.com slash podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media. He's at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T. I'm at Mike. Would love to talk to you this week on the socials, Instagram and Twitter. And of course, subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube so you know every time we go live and you can join us and be a part of the show and uh, have some fun with us. All right, so we're going to get out of here. We'll have the shows this week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Stand by for that. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Sunday night or Thursday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.